The Office of Personnel Management recently put a temporary hold on all kinds of diversity and inclusion training across the executive branch. Agencies are supposed to submit all diversity and inclusion training materials to OPM for review, even if they've used those materials before. It's another step in the administration's ongoing efforts to implement and enforce the president's recent executive order banning certain kinds of diversity and inclusion training. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco joins me now with the latest. And Nicole, this is really getting to be a hairball for both the White House and OPM. Review for us what the latest OPM memo actually asks agencies to do with respect to DNI training. So that's a good way of putting it, Tom. OPM put out a new memo uh, mid Friday afternoon, I would say. And, you know, the memo essentially says that OPM must review and approve training materials on diversity and inclusion before they're used, even if those materials have been used in the past. And that is coming from Dennis Kirk. He is OPM's Associate Director of Employee Services. He's also, by the way, nominated to fill the uh, chairman position of the Merit Systems Protection Board, but of course that has not uh, happened yet. So he's still waiting for some sort of action in the Senate. And in the meantime, he works for OPM. And when we first looked at this memo, it was pretty clear in my mind exactly what this memo said and what it wanted agencies to do. When we first looked at it, the memo also included a sentence that said, all diversity and inclusion training for federal employees is on hold and may not proceed until those materials have been submitted to OPM and OPM has reviewed and approved those materials. So that's pretty clear. It's saying, look, no diversity and inclusion training can occur until we've looked at all of your training materials, really anything associated with diversity and inclusion topics and until we've reviewed them and given you the okay to continue using them. And again, of course, this is all related to the implementation of the executive order banning certain kinds of diversity and inclusion training that the administration deems as divisive. So about an hour or two later, when we were going to post our story on this memo, I went back and looked at it, and that sentence saying that all training was on hold had disappeared. Now, we asked OPM (laughs) about the discrepancy here. Um, They declined to comment specifically on the discrepancy. Uh, They also declined to comment on a couple of questions that we also had about this memo. But it does seem that we were okay to publish the initial sentence in that memo. And, you know, I think this, of course, now could maybe spur even more questions about what agencies are supposed to do and how they're supposed to handle this. Well, I can make a little what you might call a midrash on what happened. Probably Russ Vaught called Michael Regas and said, what did that memo say? Are you crazy? And then Michael Regas called Dennis Kirk and said, you hit the send button. Pull that back. We got to take a sentence out. Just my guess on a possible scenario. So what kind of impact, Nicole, is this going to have without that sentence or with it, depending on which version somebody's reading. Yeah. So I guess at this point, we really aren't so sure. OPM has clarified in that memo that, you know, this applies to all departments, all agencies, commissions, boards within the executive branch. They are all subject to the executive order. It applies to all diversity and inclusion training, including any training that's been established before this executive order was even a thing and any diversity and inclusion training that has since, you know, been published or released by different agencies. And I will say, you know, I think our colleague Scott Massioni has been reporting on this. The military is certainly busy putting out new diversity and inclusion strategic plans, some of which include training 
So they are certainly, it seems, going to have to look at this. The other thing that I would point out is that OPM is asking agencies to submit once all of the diversity and inclusion training that they have within the agency. So that might mean for someone like the Defense Department or the Department of Veterans Affairs or you know, Homeland Security, these really big departments that are geographically dispersed and are pretty diverse, that they're going to have to pull training into one place from all of these different subcomponents and submit it all at once. And so I would imagine that that's going to take some of these agencies a while to pull that together. And then it may take OPM a while to go through all of those kinds of training. We're not really sure. In the meantime, it seems like diversity and inclusion training can't occur until this review has been done. So at the very least, it seems like it might take a while for diversity and inclusion training to come back online. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. In theory, then, OPM is at the White House's behest, examining these materials to make sure it doesn't have the banned topics from the president's memo. That is to say, critical race theory, this kind of thing that they want out of there and get back to basic EEO-related training and not the larger social issues that the country is debating these days. Is that a fair way to put it? I think that's a fair way of putting it. You know, at the basic level, this executive order lists a couple of concepts that the administration has called uh, divisive. And then, you know, in subsequent guidance that OMB has put out on this memo, it suggested that, you know, in looking through your training, you might want to do a keyword search and look for things like white privilege, systematic racism, racial humility, unconscious bias. They suggest that those terms might not be kosher, I guess, in implementing this executive order. Right. I guess time will tell as OPM does these reviews and as we hear what kinds of diversity and inclusion training are allowed to continue but again, we, we don't really know. We also know that OMB is asking agencies to appoint senior political officials to review and, and approve any spending on diversity and inclusion training. So there's that aspect to this as well. And any implications for federal contractors because the executive order banned them from providing these types of divisive, in the White House's words, training to their own employees. That's right. The executive order does have, I think, many implications for federal contractors and, you know, specifically contractors who have been found to have violated the executive order, again, according to the administration, face cancellation of all their existing contracts and will be barred or suspended from future awards. So it's a big deal for them potentially, but we know that the Labor Department's Office of Federal Contract Compliance Programs has in fact set up a hotline to field and investigate complaints under the executive order. And there's also an email inbox where, I guess, members of the public, perhaps, or anyone with knowledge about some of these federal contracts can send tips into the Labor Department and the Labor Department will investigate them. So a hotline and an inbox have been set up reasonably quickly to implement this EO as well. Yeah, the OFCCP is a pair of pliers that administrations from both sides of the political aisle use for whatever purposes they want to extract. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Check out her coverage of this issue at federalnewsnetwork.com. 
Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast1 to learn more and start your free trial.